Hello, Tampa Bay. This is the uh, marvelous one here, Dr. Marv, live from Vegas. Um, great to be here on uh, Tan Talk Radio. Um, I just want to mention a couple of things before I bring up my first guest. I did see the Globetrotters, the Holland Globetrotters in town here last week. And the uh, you know, I, I go back to the old Globetrotters back in the... Um, Back in the 50s, 60s, when they had great players like Goose Tatum and uh, Marcus Haynes, and they, they were just such a, such a great basketball team. And you know, through the years, uh, the Globetrotters evolved, and they weren't such a great team. But anyway, I saw them this past uh, week, and um, this new team is really a good team. They play really good basketball. They're very funny. And they, they're very interesting to watch. And they have that new shot, the four-point shot, which is taken just uh, past center court. And and they, they really make those shots. And the dunking is, is just fabulous. So if you get a chance to see the Holland Globetrotters, you got to check them out. This is a really good team. I want to talk about a couple of places I was this week. Um, I um, spent the last couple of days at a food um a trade show, and also a couple of days at um, at the tobacco show, which we'll talk about my next show. But um, I did want to mention something about the food show that I went to uh, today, and I found this company called Cheesecake Royale. Cheesecake Royale desserts with distinction, and they are really, really, really special people. The, these the, the the cakes that they make are incredibly wonderful. I, I had. I, I only sampled the Italian rum cake, but you know, coming from Boston and knowing about Italian rum cakes and uh, being around a lot of my Italian friends, this this Italian rum cake is one of the best I've ever tasted. This authentic Italian pastry elevates indulgence to an art form consisting of moist layer cakes soaked in imported dark rum, and they infuse every piece with silky smooth chocolate and creamy vanilla custard. Oh man, it's an old world flavor that'll 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 make your taste buds. Um, do tricks. They have wonderful cakes. They have like forest cakes, carrot cakes, German chocolate. They have flan de Mexico, uh, uh, brownies. Great, great cakes. And uh, they're in uh, Dallas, Texas, and they can ship them to you. And um, if you want to get some information, uh, go to their website, uh, www.cheesecakeroyale.com. That's Cheesecake Royale. That the Royale is R-O-Y-A-L-E. Cheesecake Royale, all one word. Dot com, and check out their, their beautiful cakes, their pastries, and if you get a chance um, to order something, my buddy there, Mark Royopoulos, Mark Royopoulos, what a great guy, and uh, he's uh, he's in charge of sales over there, and he's he does such a great job. So check out the uh, Cheesecake Royale. Now, my first guest that I'm going to be talking to, is uh, Rias Fredericks. He's a former professional rugby player who suffered chronic muscle pain for over a decade. After his lower back surgery in 2008, Rias added self-myofacial um, release techniques to his recovery program and achieved profound results. Uh, Rias's success led him to develop the Bula Ball Method, the first fitness program focused on overcoming chronic muscle pain. Rias Bula. Bola, Bola, how are you, mate? I'm great, and I said the right thing when I said to say hello, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, Bola is, Bola is a hello in, in Fiji, right? Fiji, yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, I, I have your I have your uh, your method, and I, I I looked at the DVDs and and I tried out the ball, and it's a wonderful uh, it's a wonderful method of um, of relieving uh, chronic muscle pain. Thank you. And uh, tell me about it. Tell me how you got involved and how you started it. Um, well, the way that uh, it transpired for me, uh, Doc, is that uh, I'd had that I had chronic pain for, throughout most of my career, and towards the end, I just got to a stage where um, it was just a constant. Uh, Excuse me, Rias. Can you speak up a little bit louder? Sure, sure. I, I was just in, in a constant amount of pain, and I, I had a ruptured disc in my lower back. And um, like most people, I 
I, you know, I wanted to, I wanted someone to help me fix the problem, and uh, I ended up seeing a therapist, um, Carl List, out of Gold's Gym in uh, Venice, California, um, and I was seeing him, and he was doing this extreme form of ralphing on my body, and uh, I was. It was, it was so painful. I had to go home and hot bath, every, you know, for the next three nights just to have it settle down. And after about six weeks, I, you know, I turned to Carl and I said, "Listen, you know, I, I just don't think I can take this anymore." And um, Carl had given me a baseball a few weeks, you know, one of the first few weeks when I saw him, and he wanted me to go home and, um, you know, roll out on this really hard baseball. And after seeing him. Um, the last thing I wanted to do was go home and lie on this baseball. But that six-week period, you know, I, when I was ready to give up, because I tried everything, um, you know, I, I was driving home after he said that to me, and I, and I just hit this point where, I, you know, I had nothing else to try. And uh, once I started rolling out on this baseball, you know, I, I could feel, uh, you know, pain reduction. And just it, with, after the first week... You know, I felt enough change for me to think, hey, maybe I need to stick with it. And and I, and I, and I did. I stuck with it, and I, and I had some phenomenal results. So you created this, this Bula Ball method for, for your That's own right. pain. I created, it, I created it from experience. You know, as I rolled out, um, you know, I was a professional rugby player, and, I, and I'd, had a, I'd been in a bunch of, different uh, types of therapists and therapies, um, and, uh, I, you know, I started doing it just for pain relief, and the longer I did it, the more uh, pain relief I got, and then it got to a point where I was thinking, you know, my, my spine is, is being so banged up and so twisted, um, if I continue to do it, would there be a possibility of getting all the muscles in my body to release and um, maybe, you know, doing the impossible. Could I could I get my spine to straighten out? Um, and, I, you know, I'll be happy to tell you right now that, you know, my uh, i got the best posture I've had. Uh, you know, I'm not suffering with chronic pain. I feel like I'm in, you know, half an inch to an inch taller. Um, and my alignment is... is uh, Fully corrected itself, especially hip rotation, which is something I've suffered with since I was 18 years old. You know, the first time I had someone tell me I had hip rotation, I was 18 years old after I uh, hurt my lower back for the first time with a disc bulge. But uh, I haven't had anyone who's been able to tell me how to correct that. Um, so just uh, through through a series of rolling out, doing some uh, focusing on strengthening transverse abdominal muscle and um, just trying to correct some of my postural habits, you know, the uh, the bull ball method was born. Uh, are you playing rugby again? Uh, you know what? Uh, I went up to Aspen probably about six months ago now and um, played in the over 35s. Uh, I played for a team called the Misfits who went, you know, to, to three-day tournament two-day tournament, just depending on which day you turn up or what age group you're playing in. But I was playing in the over 35s. And it was almost two years to the day that uh, I'd had back surgery. And I went back into playing uh, contact. We played four games on the Friday. We went through undefeated and we played on the Sunday. Um, and we, we won the championship 51-0. Uh, the reason I went up to play that tournament was just to say, hey, you know, I've, I've brought something out here. It's, it's a little unconventional, uh, but it's new, it's something that's different. But I'm not just saying, hey, listen, you know, this will help you overcome chronic back pain. I'm fit, I'm strong, and um, I'm out there doing it. So it was... Uh, it was well, that's that's a really tough game, that rugby. <laughs> I saw it, yeah, I saw rugby yeah, played for uh, the first time when the at the tournament they had here in um, in Las Vegas and that's really a rough sport. You guys uh, go out there, you have no pads, nothing on, and you just go out there and hit and pounce on each other and tackle, and it's pretty amazing what you guys do. 
Man, it's a, it's a very aggressive sport. Um, it's fun on contact, and the coaching manuals will describe rugby as a collision sport. You know, vehicles are colliding, and um, they're travelling at high speeds, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty uncompromising at times. <laughs> I, was, I was telling the people in the press office there that uh, I'm ready to play. <laughs> and and they looked at me a lot. You they said, you got to get in shape. It's really a rough sport. I heard it's, uh, Vegas was, um, sorry? What was that? I said, I'm glad that uh, you went down and, and enjoyed the rugby. I heard the Vegas tournament was a huge success, and... The American people are, are really starting to get behind rugby, and it, it feels like it's this uh, groundswell is starting to, to really catch on. Uh huh. So, getting back to uh, ball now, your DVDs cover neck and shoulders, uh, lower back and legs, and then there's an all over body massage with the bowler ball, and then there's um, finding the center with a posture and core uh, strengthening and stretching. Um, now, the ball comes in um, in two sizes, a five inch and a seven inch, correct? Yeah, that's right. And 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 the, what's the difference between the two? Well, the main the main difference between the two is that um, the smaller the ball gets and the harder the ball gets, you know, it just gets to be more of a a, a concentrated um, like the bigger the ball, let's say it's the palm of your hand giving you a massage. And the smaller mm-hmm. ball, it's going to be maybe the corner of your elbow digging in and getting a little bit deeper. But um, uh-huh. the reason that we went for for those two balls in particular on those sides is if, if you're having lower back pain, sciatic pain, hip pain, anything like that, you know, that's, um, there's a muscle that's, that's screaming out, and it's called the psoas muscle. And most people don't know where the psoas muscle is. If you have any lower back issues, you know, it's something that you need to get in touch with because... So as muscle, it, does, it refers pain, and even though it's off the hip bone and uh, probably in between the belly button and the hip bone, but it comes around and connects into your lower back. And when that psoas muscle is tight, you know, it's going to refer pain into your lower back, and it's going to give you lower back problems, but you're also going to have problems with your hip flexor. Um, and in the DVDs, you know, we make a point of... Especially going in, releasing the psoas muscle and um, strengthening the transverse. But the, but the key point, you know, that people need to understand is, you know, if you're having those sorts of problems, you need to really get in touch with your body and find out what's actually happening. And um, the way we structured the DVDs was, you know, hit these groups of muscles because they, they all affect a certain area. So when it comes to the lower back, you know, we're incorporating all the muscles that you need to release, lengthen, increase circulation, and um, help them take stress out, out of the lower back, create some length, and uh, increase the blood flow. Mm-hmm. And when now, it comes to you have, um, the, uh, is, you offer the ball of ball in different packages. You offer it uh, just a ball and a pump to, to blow up the ball, and then you offer it with a, with a, a DVD set, correct? Well, that's right. We um, we offer it with just the balls balls um, on their own because what's happening right now too, you know, my fascia release has been around for hundreds of years. But you look at the elite elite athletes and the elite trainers in the U.S. Um, and you'll find that they're all on a uh, self myofascial release regime. And if you're a Lakers fan, you go and watch a Lakers game. You see the Lakers. Um, down the side of the court there with uh, foam rollers, and they're rolling out on foam rollers before they get ready to play. And, you know, some of the top guys in the U.S. right now are saying, you know, athletes should be doing myofascial release, you know, rolling out um, two to three times a day in between training sessions. So for those people who have a, a knowledge of myofascial release, we offer them, i.e., athletes or, um, you know, people who are... Uh, going to the gym and staying active, they can just buy the balls um, as a separate unit and use them. Um, 
And you know, if you're uh, if you're if you're currently in uh, some form of therapy, whether it's chiropractic, massage, whatever it is, um, we offer the the full package as a supplement to help you uh, speed up your recovery. And then um, once you come out of therapy, you've got this product which you can continue to use and continue to help yourself um, on your way to, to what we call a level of total fitness. Mm-hmm. Now, if, some, if somebody wants to order the, the bull ball, how, how, how do they do it? Uh, you can go to our, our website, www.bullaball.com, and um, bull spelled B-U-L-A, and then ball, B-A-L-L, dot com, and uh, you can order it online. We ship um, throughout the States and uh, overseas. That's great. Uh, all right, you know, um, I, you know, it's a really wonderful product, and, and I think um, a lot of my listeners would really, really benefit uh, from the use of this bowler ball with a lot of people that are in pain today, and there's a lot of pain going around, and uh, people are not taking care of it, but this way they can take care of it right in their own home or in their office and, and, and get some real relief. Yeah, that's right. You know, the... Um... It's a product for everyone, and you know, I read an article. You know, we even we even featured it on the front page of our website, where Time Magazine does an independent report, and it comes back saying over a quarter of Americans are suffering from chronic muscle pain. You know, there's 350 people in America. That's over over 100 million people, on average, are suffering from chronic muscle pain, and you know, and the options for people out there right now is either be on pain medication or, you know, seeing some form of therapist. And what happened in my experience is if you can afford to see a therapist once a week, that's great. If you can afford to see a therapist twice a week, you know, it's better. But ultimately, uh, by the time the weeks run out and you've gone back to see the therapist, you're you're back to square one. So, um, you know, it's almost like a homework program. So it's a program in between a program. So you need to, if you want to make, um, sustainable gains, and uh, especially when you're in a state of chronic pain, you know it's a it's a daily it's a daily process. All right, great. So that's www.bulaball uh, b u l a b a l o one word dot com www.bulaball dot com, and they that's can right. they can they can see the the ball they can they can see the uh, uh, the DVDs and 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 decide how they want to go about using it. Sure, that, yeah, that's that's great. We um, and we you know we we have a thing on our website which is the, the ninety day bull ball challenge, and uh, you know we we challenge people to take on like a ninety day just like any other fitness program or diet program or anything. You know, if you want to see results, then you have to be committed to the ninety days. Um, right. Hey, uh, Riaz, thank you for calling. I appreciate uh, you talking to me about Bula Ball, and I appreciate uh, uh, being able to, uh, to use it myself. I appreciate being on the show. Thanks a lot, Dr. Marv. Thank you, Riaz. It's good to have you. Keep in, keep in touch. Okay. I will do. I will do. Take Thanks. care. All right. Let me tell you about, if you're into archery, and let me tell you a couple of uh, ways to go about getting involved in archery, if you're not into archery even. Um, but the, uh, the world's toughest archery products are made by a company called Spot Hog. That's Spot Hog, H-O-G-G. They make all types of um, archery uh, products, and they're the world's toughest, like they say. And the, for more information on Spot Hog, you can go to spot-hog.com. That's spot dash H-O-G-G dot com. If you want to learn about archery, uh, check out Robin Hood Video Productions, and you can get some great, great videos on and books on, on archery. And also you can get uh, Bernie Cowright's Idiot Proof Archery. It's a great book, so you might want to check this out. And um, their website is www.archery.com. RobinHoodVideos.com, all one word, RobinHoodVideos. That's www.RobinHoodVideos.com. 
Now, I got a couple of books here I want to review. Biodynamics, uh, Cranial Sacral Therapy is written by Michael J. Shea. Michael is a really, really, really knowledgeable guy. This is his third volume of his books, and and they're really great products, great books on biodynamics. If you're, if you're into cranial sacral therapy, if you want to learn about cranial sacral therapy, or, or you're a practitioner, well, these are the books to get. You can find it at your local bookstore. It's put out by North Atlantic Books in Berkeley, California. Another book I want to tell you about is I Can Make You Thin. This is a book that includes a hypnosis CD, and it's written by Paul McKenna. It's a revolutionary system used by more than 3 million people, and, and this really is an international bestseller. So if you, want to, if you, you need to lose some weight and uh, you read this book by uh, Paul McKenna, you'll really, you'll really, this will really help you. I Can Make You Thin. And you can find that's put out by Sterling Books, and you can find them at your local bookstore. I can make you thin. Now, I got a little contest going here. I want to give something away. I have a DVD by Paul Lewis. And uh, this is called Back to the Core 80s High Low Workout. If you like to sweat while you work out, this DVD is for you. Uh, Paul Lewis has over 20 years' experience teaching in the fitness industry. He's a CanFit Pro certified. He holds a black belt in Aikido and is a trained dancer, reflexologist, and registered massage therapist. He's an inspirational speaker and educator, and uh, Paul's instructional style is one of clarity and inspiration. This, uh, this is his third DVD. I've had, a, had him on my show uh, at the radio station in Las Vegas. He's a terrific guy. He really knows what he's talking about. And I got a couple of videos to give away by Paul Lewis. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a song. Um, it's a very simple contest. Uh, our phone number here is 727-441-3000. That's 727-441-3000 in Tampa Bay. Or the toll-free number is one 866 Eight two six one three four zero. That's one eight six six eight two six one three four zero. I'm going to play "Bring It On Home to Me" by Sam Cooke, and there's another singer in the background, and I want you to call and tell me who that singer is. And the first two people that get it, get it right will win this uh, DVD that I'll send out to you uh, directly here from Las Vegas. That's great video by Paul Lewis. It's back to the core. And uh, here's Sam Cook and bring it on home to me.
Well, nobody's got the right answer yet. Um, I've had all kinds of answers, but nobody has the right answer yet. And I'm going to keep this running. Um, we want the name of the guy that's singing Yeah in the background to Sam Cooke's uh, Bring It On Home to Me. It's easy. It's a very, very well-known voice. And um, if you if you can think of who it is, I'll uh, keep it running while I'm talking to my next guest. And our phone number is 727-441-3000 or 1-866-826-1340. And um, Lee will take your calls uh, off the air uh, if you have any, any answers to the, um, to the question. In the meantime, I'm talking to Dick Pinsky. Hey, Dick. Hi. How are you doing, Marv? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Dick, your company is Alpen Binoculars, right? Yes, it's called Alpen Optics. Alpen. It's an offshoot of yeah, Alpen Optics. It's an offshoot of the old Bausch and Loam uh, Optics Company. Uh, okay. They've been in business for 14 or 15 years now, and uh-huh. the technology is basically coming from the uh, Bausch and Loam uh, uh, company of the past, uh, and, and that's where. That's where the company uh, originated from, and they're having to compete with the 100-year-old companies from Germany, uh, you know, which is a rather difficult uh, task to establish market share. Mm -hmm. Dick, let's let's do a little uh, binoculars 101, okay? Uh, So there's people out there that that don't know how to buy binoculars, and they don't know what the numbers mean, and... And, and there's different things about binoculars. So let's um, let's go for um, a little crash course on binoculars 101. Um, oh. Now I have a 10 by 42 binoculars, and the first number indicates the magnification, correct? Right. That's the number of times uh, closer that that uh, the binocular will bring whatever you're looking at to to you. Uh, in other words, if you're looking at something that's a thousand feet away, uh, it's going to magnify that and bring it down to a hundred, a hundred feet. Uh, so whatever, whatever you're looking at, that first number always indicates the number of times that it's going to bring it closer. Okay. The second, second number is the millimeter size of the objective lens. That's the lens that's away from you uh, when you're looking through the binocular. Okay. Now, now the field of view, let's say at at a thousand yards, if, uh, an eight is three ninety three as opposed to a ten, which is three thirty. Right. Now, what why is an why is it is an eight better than than a ten? Okay. Or is a ten better than an eight? You know. All right. When you're looking through the binocular, uh, through the uh, diopter lenses towards whatever whatever object you're looking at, there's there's a degree or an angle of view in those eyepieces, and let's say it's six degrees or six and a half degrees or seven. It just depends on the particular uh, manufacturer or binocular model. If you take that angle and project that angle out to a thousand uh, thousand feet, uh, at at that thousand feet, uh, you're going to have the width across that angle, and that's the field of view that you're talking about. Uh, a, a binocular that has a lower power at 1,000 feet, obviously, is going to have a much wider field of view than a binocular that has a higher power. If you take a, a spotting scope instead of a binocular, and let's say you go jump from 10 power to 60 power, uh, it's going to have a, uh, a very narrow field of view, and it might be down to, uh, say, 90 feet instead of 300 feet. Okay, so you you can see further, but you feel the view is a little smaller and, and, a, and a higher number. Yes, yeah, it diminishes uh, as the as the uh, power of the binocular goes up. Okay, now tell us about the products that your company manufactures. I, I'm sorry, I didn't get the first part of that. Tell tell us about the uh, product that your company manufactures. 
Okay. The company manufactures a variety of, of product. There, when you go in and look, look, if you go into a store and you're looking for a binocular, it gets very confusing because you can see a, a, a 10 by 24, or 10 by 26, or a 10 by 42, or 10 by 50, uh, and they go anywhere from from twenty dollars to two thousand dollars, and it, it's very confusing because you, you know you don't really understand necessarily what the numbers mean and why there's such a wide discrepancy in the cost. In a binocular, uh, different sizes uh, will, will work better for different uses. <clears throat> and I'll give you an example. If, if, you were, if you were going out on a hiking trip where you wanted a small binocular uh, because of, of a lighter weight, you can get a binocular, uh, say a, a 10 by 26, uh, that can cost $29 or $229 or even $1,400. And the difference in those binoculars comes down to the quality of the glass and the coatings on the lenses and the, and the number of coatings on the lenses uh, and that's really what you're buying on the binocular is, is the hidden stuff that you can't you can't put your finger on and say this binocular is better than the other one because of all these coatings because you can't see them. Uh, what the coatings do is they enhance the quality of the light transfer through the glass. It, it gets more light back to your eye, and it gets a better quality image back to your eye. So you can buy a very inexpensive binocular, think that you're getting a, a you know a really good deal because it's a 20, 10 by 26, just like that $1,400 one. But you're really not getting the same quality binocular because you're not getting all the, the additional coatings on the lenses. Uh -huh. the, uh, the other use that you have with binoculars is, say, in sporting binoculars, like the 10 by 42 that you were speaking about earlier. 10 by 42 is a very popular binocular for, for hunting uh, or sporting events. Uh, they would use a 10, 10 by 42, uh, say, out west, where you're looking long distances. Uh, you're not worried about light gathering necessarily because you're going to be in using them in the middle of the day, where if you were in the say the Midwest and you were uh, deer hunting and you were in shade and shadow areas because you're in the woods, then you might want to drop down to an eight by forty two because an eight power or a lower power binocular is always going to gather more light than a high power binocular. Uh, and then the other thing that you can use binoculars for is like boating. Uh, a popular binocular for boating would be a 7x50. Uh, that's a pretty standard, pretty common binocular. And the reason that they use that is with the lower power, you get a wider field of view. You can look long distances, and you can cover more, more territory with it. But the main thing with a 7x50 binocular is the light gathering capability. If you're, say, trying to operate the, the boat early morning, late night, or in the fog, you're going you're gonna to get much uh, better light uh, gathering with that binocular than you would get with a real high-powered binocular like a, a 12 or a 16-power binocular. Uh huh. So there, there's a lot of there's a lot of different models of binoculars out there, and and uh, they all have a, a different use, and not necessarily a specific use. But uh, a binocular can be uh, much much better uh, for one use than say a particular different use. Uh, let me give you another example. If you were going to a NASCAR event where, where you're watching a race or a horse race or a football game, a very popular type of binocular would be one that is a uh, what's called an autofocus, uh, where you don't have a central focus wheel on top. And when you look through the glass, it automatically comes into focus. And you have a very wide field of view, so if you're looking at something that has a lot of motion or activity going on, like a football game or a car race or a horse race, you're, you're, it's a much more comfortable binocular to use because you don't have to sit there and move the focus wheel back and forth to make it work or come into focus.
Mm-hmm. I noticed uh, that when I when I met you with, at the trade show, uh, I noticed that a heavier binocular is, is steadier than a light lighter weight binocular. That's that's true. Uh, there's there's several things that cause a binocular to to be steady, or what we in the trade like to call nervous. Uh, the things that cause a binocular to to be uh, more stable is is if you get a very wide field of view, so that when you're looking through the binocular, you're covering a much wider area. The, any any movement that your body makes, like uh, your heartbeat, uh, if you're standing outside in the wind and it's blowing you back and forth, uh, if you're if you're say you're sitting in a, a football stadium and people are cheering and jumping up and down and the seats moving, uh, your binoculars are, are moving and it, it looks jittery or nervous or not steady. The other thing that happens in a binocular is there's a, a, a thing called exit pupil. And exit pupil is the amount of light that the binocular can actually let through from the large objective lens to the smaller uh, diopter lens. And every binocular has this. If you hold that binocular at arm's length out in front of you looking into the eyepieces, you'll see a little white dot. The size of that white dot in every binocular is determined by dividing the power lens, the 10 power, 8 power, whatever it is, into the millimeter size of the objective lens. If you have a 1050, that would be 5. So it would be 10 power into 50 millimeters, and it would give you 5 millimeters of, of what's called exit pupil. When you bring that binocular back to your eye, you're actually looking through that hole or that size of a hole. So if you take a binocular, let's say that's uh, 12 by 50, 12 into 50 is 4.1, you have just lost roughly 20% of the light-gathering capability of that binocular. That's that's one thing with, with the exit pupil. But the other thing is that in the dark, your eye dilates. Everybody's eye will dilate. And in the dark, it will dilate to roughly 5 millimeters. So if you want a binocular that gathers good light, you want something that's that's in that 5-millimeter range. So 1050 is, is 5 millimeters, and 8 by 42 would be 5.3 millimeters. Uh, when you drop or when you go up in power, you start losing light-gathering capability. But more than that, uh, <clears throat> you're, you're drawing the object that you're looking at in closer because of the power of the number of times that you're magnifying that uh, that uh, uh, object that you're looking at and you're you're cutting down the field of view that that you're using because of the power and what that's doing is it magnifies any movement that you're making and that that is what makes that binocular look more uh, more nervous or less stable uh, lightweight binoculars, uh, the, the, the weight of the binocular can, can tend to make it feel like it's not as stable, but it's actually the, the exit pupil and the, power, the higher power of the binocular that cause it to be uh, somewhat nervous. Okay, uh, uh, Dave, um, tell, me, tell my listeners where they can buy open binoculars and scopes. Open binoculars, if you go into open optics on the Internet uh, and go into the dealer locator, you put in your zip code, and it will give you the stores in your area that are stocking open binoculars. Uh, and they have dealers all over the country and actually all over the world that are stocking open right now. Uh, it's a very good product line. They've got excellent customer service, excellent warranty, and excellent warranty service. Uh, I'm actually a, I don't work directly for the company. I am a customer of theirs, and I do specialty events. Uh, my events are all are, are all professional archery tournaments and shooting sporting events, and I travel all over the country, and I've been doing this for 15 years now. And over that 15-year period, I've handled several different brands. But I've settled back on primarily the open product line because of the quality of the customer service 
and the quality of the product that, that I've been able to, to deliver to customers. Hi, uh, Dick. Uh, what, uh, what, what is the, um, the um, website for uh, Alpine Binoculars? Uh, if you go into alpineoptics.com, uh, there will be almost a whole page of, of Alpine uh, sites that you can get into. Uh, the other the other name is Alpen Outdoor without an S alpenoutdoor dot com and you'll find a variety of, uh, of sites in there of locations where you can purchase online. Okay, Dick. Hey, thanks for being on my show. It's a lot of knowledge for my listeners about how to buy binoculars. Great, thank you, and I appreciate uh, the call, and I appreciate uh, you spending time in our booth at the show. Thank you so much. Okay, I guess we didn't have any winners on that contest. I'm not going to tell you the answer then. Or maybe, uh, Lee, should I give him the answer to the question? Uh, or you could ask your uh, next guest. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll ask my, my next guest if, the, if I should give out the answer. I'll save it for another show. And um, I, will give these out, I will give these out to... Um, um, Again, uh, on, our next, on the next show, so um, so I still have these uh, DVDs to give away, and we'll try a little different contest next time. In the meantime, I have one of my favorite guests on. Um, my next guest is Chris Hayes, who um, makes a product called Crunch Mat, and I've had him on my show in Las Vegas, and um, he has a really terrific product, and I, I, I enjoy using it, and it's really done wonders for me. And uh, if you want great abs, well, CrunchMat is the, is the product. And hello, Chris Hayes. Hey, how are you, Dr. Marv? I'm, I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm hanging in there, hanging in there like I mentioned to leave for a Monday. I you know, usually have about four Mondays a week, and uh, this has uh, been one of them. <laughs> this is Thursday. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm having another Monday, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, hey. no, everything's going great. And do you know what? Thanks tons for having us on the show again. That was, it's always a pleasure. Oh, it's great to have you. Well, by the way, I, I had a little contest, and um, I played a song, and I wanted to know who the background singer was, and nobody got the right answer. No. So um, I, I, I'm wondering if, uh, if you think I should tell the answer or, or save it for another time. Well, I'm going to take a stab at the answer, and uh, I, I, I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but I'm going to guess Lou Rawls. Hey, you got it. <laughs> no way. That's ridiculous. You got it, Lou Rawls. You're right. <laughs> wow, look at that. <laughs> I'll have to send you the video. No, no, no. Save that for another contest. That was just a little bonus round. That was fun. <laughs> Are you sure? Because you won it. No, oh, no, no. Do you know what? Save it for somebody else. Uh, pay it forward. I'm, I'm actually good. It was just kind of fun to, uh, uh, hopefully, know the answer. <laughs> that was great because you know I, I was, you know, before Lou passed away, I was talking to him, and I, I told him I use him a lot as a trivia question on, on my radio shows, and he says, "Yeah, bring it on home to me." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, that is so neat. Oh, great that you do him as well. Yeah. Tell me about Crunchmat. Do you know what CrunchMat is? Um, CrunchMat is basically the portable solution for a great ab workout, and it was designed and developed uh, to work with the natural mechanics of our bodies. And what uh, the whole premise of the crunch mat is its portability. A lot of times, the, you know, there's other abdominal devices out there in the market, and they're pieces of, of equipment, and you have to find a place to put them after you get through using them. And, um, and one of the main premises that I uh, went out for when I uh, came up with this product is, I, number one, I wanted it to, to be portable. Uh, the second was is I wanted it to fully support a person's upper back, neck, and head as they're doing crunches. A lot of times there's abdominal products out there that will, uh, you know, you put your head on a little pad and you pull forward and there has a tendency to put some neck strain on there. So we we created, uh, obviously, the crunch mat. Um, it is... Uh, it's basically, um, it offers incredible support and comfort for your upper back, neck, and head, and uh, it is just, uh, it's, it's been phenomenal. It, the, the product has really taken off. In fact, last year was our first full year in business. We are, you know, a fairly new company, as you know, and we are now the, uh, the number one portable abdominal device in the market, and last year uh, we were awarded the uh, uh, 2010 Fitness Product of the Year. 
and we have been extremely blessed. But um, it, you know, the Crunch Mat it's, uh, it's, it has a foam padded handle. It's sturdy, a lightweight aluminum bar. Um, it has a custom mesh design uh, that works. Uh, that you know helps you uh, while you're working your abdominal abdominal muscles. Uh, it makes it just amazingly effective, and it's very very comfortable. The other thing about Crunch Mat is that it can be used on most any surface, uh, whether it's hardwood floors, tile, concrete pavers, um, uh, because it is, it's actually made out of a yoga mat material. And that being said, it also is very versatile and doubles as a yoga or a Pilates mat. So it has multiple uses, but the number one thing is, is abdominals. Uh, it helps with your, your cores. And it works with the mechanics of your body. You don't have to contort your body as you would, you know, with other abdominal devices. A great product. Oh, it's been it's great, and I appreciate that. Thank you. I, I want to mention also that you can buy it at Sports Authority. That is correct. We are sold nationwide in all the sports authorities. Uh, it's also in Big Five Sporting Goods. Uh, we are uh, actually, uh, I can announce that we are bringing on, uh, we're going to be selling online with Costco. Uh, uh, Kmart and Sears, and we're also going to be bringing on some uh, additional uh, uh, sporting goods stores as far as uh, Sports Chalet, Dick's Sporting Goods, uh, Academy Sports, and we're excited to be talking with those companies and bringing them on board. So uh, That's yeah, great. That's great. It's, so, it's going to be really available to, to my listeners, and it's a great product. I love it. I, you know, I, I use it here, and I, I got one in, uh, in, in my home in Florida, mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll be using it there. So it's just it's such a great product. And, well, thank um, you. And, and and it does more than you know. It's I also use it as just as an exercise mat in general. It's a it's a, it's like a it's like a regular yoga type uh, Pilates mat, uh, although it has the extra uh, the the crunch mat uh, the crunch um, attachment to it. But it's uh, it, it works beautifully, and, and you can take it anywhere. If you want to go to the park and use it, you can you know goes into a bag and you can carry it with you. You can take it to your office. It's just great. Absolutely, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and and one thing about the material, it's an anti it's an antimicrobial uh, material that we use, and so it is very very easy to clean. Um, there, you know, it doesn't hold. It does. It's not fibrous to where it's going to you know suck in uh, you know uh, spores and germs and everything. And that was one of our premises uh, developing the product, is that we want it to be very safe, safe around children, safe for people to use. And uh, yeah, but I appreciate that, Doctor Marv. That means a lot that you. Uh, are a big fan, and that you uh, have a couple of these floating around the nation in your various homes. I, I send I send um, uh, friends uh, over to, uh, over to Sports Authority because that's the only place I knew at the time where you could buy it. And uh, mm-hmm. a lot of my friends have, have purchased it, and they told me how great it is. You know, so well, I'm not the only one. I, I got <laughs> a lot of rave reviews. Well, I sure appreciate that a lot. I'm, I'm, thanks for coming on my show, Chris. I, I really enjoy having you, and we'll do it again sometime. Do you know what? Absolutely, any time. It is a, it is an absolute pleasure to be on board with you, and uh, it was a great show. I listened to the whole thing, and, and it, I really applaud your show. All right, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. All right, have a great night. You too. All righty. Crunchmat, great product. I think uh, I think uh, Dave Bubik might be warming up in the in the background there uh, because we're getting close to that uh, that ten o'clock hour and. In, in Tampa Bay in uh, the 7 o'clock hour here in Las Vegas. So um, do I hear Dave in the background? Please? <laughs> anyway, Chris did win my, win my contest, but he didn't want the prize. But the, it was Lou Rawls that did the background to uh, uh, bring it on home to me. But I'll have, um, I still have a bunch of these to give away. So my next show, um, I'll give them away. Uh, in the meantime... With Dave Brubeck in the background, this is um, Dr. Marv from Vegas. Thanks for listening. Have a marvelous week. And until next time, ciao.